0: Thanks for watching today. I pray that the message you're about to hear will empower you to use your voice, help change the way you think and refresh your spirit. If you'd like to follow along with pastor's notes, you can find them on the on-demand page of walkingbyfaith.tv or on our app. We're finishing our series, Just Say No with today's message on bad attitudes. Pastor John Varekin will be sharing with us what it looks like to put aside our bad attitudes and change the way we think.
1: So we're gonna continue on with with the series that here at Res Life you all are are going through. It's a series, Just Say No. Just Say No. The verse that that series is inspired by is Titus 2.12, and I'll just uh, read that that verse and we'll go through it. It'll be up on screen. Titus 2.12 in the NIV says... It teaches us, talking about the grace of God, it teaches us to say no to ungodly and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, godly lives in this present age. And Pastor Duane uh, was specific and really emphasized last week that this is about the here and now. And this message today will have to do with the here and now how your life, how my life can get better, the phrase, just say no. So today, our subject will be, get ready, just say no to a bad attitude. Now, I won't ask for a show of hands or anything about how many of us have ever had a bad attitude. There might be a couple of us in this place. But today, we're gonna to talk about just say no to a bad attitude, but I'm gonna add a word in there because I really wanna get this right. Just say no to a bad life attitude. A bad, a bad life attitude, let me explain. The reason that I say life attitude is because every day we have lots of little attitudes. Every day. Right now, you have an attitude, I have an attitude. The attitude I have is the attitude I chose every day we have all these these little attitudes going on in our life, but those little attitudes spring out of or are controlled by our big life attitude. Now let me explain what that means, our big life attitude, how we see life, how we think about life, and then how we act that out. So when we talk about a big life attitude, every single one of us has a lens that we see life through. Every one of us think a certain way about life. Every one of us, we, we, we act out a certain way in life. And those are attitudes that spring out of our life attitude. So when I talk about just say no to a bad attitude, I'm not talking about those little attitudes that come and go and change. And I got a good attitude and I had a bad attitude. Nobody jump back into a good attitude. I'm talking about a life attitude. So in the next 25 minutes that we talk about a life attitude, I'm talking about how you see life, how you think about life, and how you act that out. How I see life, how I think about life, and how I act that out. And and when we get the big life attitude thing right, everything else will align. I'll say it again. When we get the big life attitude thing right, all those little daily attitudes, they will align. I guarantee, so many times we're focusing on, well, you know this, that I had an attitude, and oh, now I, no, I gotta go say I'm sorry, and I did this, and I did that. The big thing is to get the big life attitude right, and I guarantee you, guarantee, take it to the bank, that those little attitudes will align, and all of a sudden, you'll you, you look at your life and you'll think, man, I'm, I'm because the big life attitude changed. The Bible says this, talking about attitude, Ephesians 4, 23 and 24. Let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes, put on your new nature created to be like God. And I'll come back to that in one second. Romans 2, 12, excuse me, Romans 12, 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Ephesians 4, 23 and 24 says, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes, put on your new nature. Romans 12, two says, don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Now, before I go on, and this is, this is huge, this is important. Before I go on, I need you to see something that both of those verses have, because this is key. This is key, because so many times we pray, God, change me, God, change me, God, help me change my attitude, but these verses give us a key to the way that happens. Both verses say, let God or let the Spirit. The word let means allow. Allow God or allow the Spirit to change you or transform you, then there's an action we have to take. In other words, the way God can operate in our life and help us in our big life attitude has to do with something that we do. I'm not talking to you today about an attitude and then we sit back and say, okay, God, change my attitude. No, the Bible says allow God to change you by doing something. Allow the spirit to change you by doing something. The bottom line is this, the first move is ours. So quiet, we gotta in this place up. Turn to the person that, that's next to you in one minute, in one, one, one second, I'll let, you, I'll let you know what to do. You're gonna turn to the person that is next to you that you came with, or a perfect stranger, look at them and say, the first move's mine. One, two, three, go. I, some of you ain't doing it. You're gonna have to confess it. All right, turn to the person that is on your left. That way. Turn to the person on your left, and you're gonna say, the first move is mine. He said it, let God, or allow God, let God, or let the Spirit, we let him by doing something. It says, allow God to transform you by changing the way you think. You have to change the way you think. I have to change the way I think if God's gonna transform me. It's on me. I got the first, I, the first move is mine. And I'm jacked up this morning because I've been thinking about this all week long. I've been thinking about this all week long and, I, and I, just, I just know that there are some winners in this place today that they're gonna capture that thing and think, I've been waiting around for something to to change my life and I can do it. I I got the power to go ahead and make the first move. Now if I'll make the first move, then I allow God to work. But the first move is mine. One of the greatest American thinkers, his name was William James. William James lived between 1843 and about 1920 some, said this. The greatest discovery of my generation is that a person can change their life by changing their attitude. Say that one more time. The greatest discovery of my generation is that a person can change their life by changing their attitude. Something that man is just figuring out, God's been telling us forever. We're just trying, we're just figuring out, it's like, whoa, what a discovery. His word, God's word says, your life can be changed, your earthly life, your relationships, your marriage, your work, the way you see life, your demeanor, everything that's important in this earthly life can be changed, and you got the power to do that. We don't have to wait on nobody. You can, you can go out of this place today and you can be different. You can be different. I love prayer, I love our prayer time and all that, and that's great stuff and the whole thing. And, 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 and sometimes we just need somebody to pray for us. But today, this isn't about prayer. Today, this is about action. Just say no to a bad attitude. So how do I say no to a bad attitude? I decide today that I'm gonna allow God to work in my life by embracing a different way of thinking. We've been trying to get this figure out, and it's so simple. It's not, it's it's th- this is not deep. This is n- this is not deep at all. Sometimes we look at we we look for things that are profound and in, in the depths of our hearts, and we go to counseling and what's going on inside of me. and... and, and and so many times, all you got to do is just change your attitude. I, I, I'm going to be serious. Us Christians compl- complicate things sometimes. I remember I see Carla down here, my beautiful wife, Carla. I, I remember a time, Carla and I, I travel a lot, a lot, a lot. And so I'm so that when you travel, then you you always come home, right? So the coming home time. We're in a stretch that every time I would come home, we would bicker and we would get, we'd have friction and, and this and It'd take us like two, three days to get things straightened out. So every time I'd come home, I'd go on trips, I'm in countries and I, I come home and, and, and I have, I do, I, I confess, I, I have this thing. So when I come home, when you're traveling countries, you're going through immigration two, three times, customs, you come in, you fly in, you're going to this place, that place, and, and, and people and the whole thing. So when I when I come home, my trip really isn't done till I'm unpacked and I took a shower. Because it's kind of subconscious that I have I have now washed the whole trip off of me and I'm home. So but but I don't know. We we just we were in this 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 kind of how do you say racha? We were in a stretch. Y'all know that I speak a lot of Spanish, and so sometimes I forget my English words. We were in a stretch that every time I come home, we would get in a fight, or we would—it would just be tense. And so we were. So, so we sat down one day, and I, and I don't know what I was saying, but I, I think I asked the questions. Well, why, why do you think this is going on? Carl looked at me and said, "Because you got a bad attitude." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" It's all on me, I probably said that, it's all on me. She said, yeah, when you come home, you are not looking at the excitement of coming home, you come home, you're still in business mode, you're all fired up from having to be on planes with people and go through this and do that and this and all, and, and you, come home, you come home with a bad attitude. And I thought in my mind, I thought, it, it can't be just that. Maybe it's 99, 1%, but it's gotta be something. But so I thought in my mind, I thought, all right, if it's a bad attitude, then, then I'm gonna change that. So the way I change that, I'm kind of a, kind of a, a rare dude. I just, to, to be able to concentrate and know that I do that, I decided, okay, I'm gonna do something. From now on, every time I'm coming home, and we live in a town that there's not an international airport, so we fly, I fly into Monterey, and then I have an hour drive to get to my house. And that hour drive, I am going to call Carla, or I'm going to text, or we use WhatsApp, or I'm gonna leave her a voice message, and I'm gonna tell her, I'm I'm on my way home and I'm excited to come home. And that will remind me, that's not so much for her, that will remind me, you better be excited to come home. So I started doing that, and everything changed. I would would just call and say, babe, I landed, I'm on my way, or text, hey, I'm on my way. Come home and I changed my attitude and everything changed. We didn't have to go to counseling. We didn't have to see a marriage counselor. We didn't have to have a session of inner healing. Everything changed. Now it's gotten fun. Now I, now I come home, now I land, I get on the phone, and I'm like, mamacita, papito's coming on. <laughs> you wanna change your life, change your attitude. It's as simple as that, the Bible says it. If you want to change your life, if you wanna throw off the, the earthly attitudes and those bad attitudes and, and just embrace an attitude that gives life. It just is as simple as I'm gonna change my attitude. I'm gonna change the way I think about this thing and then I allow God to change me. It's that simple. You may be trying real hard because I believe people try hard. People want change in their life. You may have a relationship that you're struggling in. You may may have some situations at work that that, that, that just drive you nuts and it's this and that and this thing is totally off and it's totally broken. It could be as simple as you changing your attitude. Let me open up. little bit of the pages of our life and talk to you a little bit about, about what our process has been, and we have not arrived. I'm still changing. But what our process has been to adopt certain life attitudes, and I'm gonna give you four. These are the ones I want you to write down. To adopt four life attitudes that I believe will help you change your life. So to be able to talk to you about that, let me, let me, let me talk to you a little bit about, about who we are. A lot of you know Carl and I. We're from here. This is our home church. Carl and I have been missionaries in Mexico for 36 years. We have four children. Uh, when we first went to Mexico and learned the language and began to work in Indian villages and etc., cetera, our first daughter was born, Juliana, our second daughter was born, Uh, Susie, and then our third son, Timothy, was born, and uh, we were just in the process of moving back to Guadalajara, Mexico, and so we moved back to Guadalajara, which is a big city, and the last part of September, uh, because Timmy was born in in May of, of 1989, five months old, one morning, Carla found Timmy unconscious in his crib and didn't know what was happening. He was hardly breathing. He was five months old. Rushed him to the hospital. I met Carla at the hospital, and we began a process that to this day, matter of fact, to this day, it's very fresh. To this day, we've walked out. That's 32 years, 32 years. When it was all said and done, Timmy was in hospitals and, and all kinds of things. When it was all said and done, a doctor carried our little son into a room where they were gonna give us our son. He was being released from the hospital. It was about a month after he had gotten sick with, with uh, psychologists with him and they told, the, told us the following news. They said, your son Timmy suffered massive brain damage. He had viral encephalitis and Timmy will, will always be a five month old. He'll never walk, he'll never talk. He won't know you, he'll have his personality, but he won't know you as, as his parents. And, uh, you, and, and the psychologist said this, you, need, you have to put your son, it's gonna be hard, but you have to put your son into a, into a special state home for children like this, because the, the divorce rate in a family that has a child that is, is severely mentally impaired as Timmy is over 93%. Psychological problems with your other children it is. It's necessary. You need to put your son into a special home. Karen and I took our little boy and and we went home and and which was here. We came here and we've got two little girls and Timmy and and it was hard. It was real hard. Timmy, Timmy would 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 not cry. He would scream because of the brain damage. We'd have get have to give him drops of a medicine, and have him sleep a little bit, and then he wake back up and continued. A month went by, a year went by, two years went by. We went back to Mexico, and it was hard. It was hard, having a, a, a severely mentally impaired uh, little boy and little son, Timmy. It was real hard, and after about two years, we got to the place to where there was just no hope for the future. What the doctors had said was really coming to pass. I mean, it was, I wrote down three words. It was like divorce, dysfunction, and destruction. And we were headed, we were in the train, and we were headed that way really fast. Because we were just desperate. We didn't know what to do. And, 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 and I have a great God and an awesome God, and it's like, what, 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 what? God, and this was our prayer. God, you have to do something, or this isn't going to work. And we were desperate and we wanted to be faithful to each other and we wanted to make this happen, but it was just just hard. And there's no way to explain how hard it was. It was just hard. And, and I remember one day, matter of fact, it's just down the hill, we could walk to the place. We were, we were in a little apartment building at that time. Uh, we took a little time off and we were in the little apartment building and I walked outside the apartment building. Matter of fact, the mall down here, Rivers, River Mall, Um, sits on the property. Back then, it was just an open field. Walked out in the open field. There was snow on the ground about that that high. Just flipped myself back into the snow, and I was looking into heaven. And if you walked, if you looked across that field, you wouldn't know somebody was there. I just looked at at heaven. I said, God, there's no way. If this is going to work, you're going to have to change our situation. And I remember in my heart, I laid there in that field, looked up in the sky, remember in my heart, I just heard this voice. It wasn't an audible voice. It was just a voice on the inside that said, no, John, you're the one that needs to change. It's funny, when God speaks to you, and he did, when he speaks to you, it's, it's, he, he, there's also a power there. And I just said, okay, if, if, that's, if that's what needs to happen, Help me! I remember going back that day, and I talked to Carl, and I said, "You know what? I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to be fine." And you know what? I, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen, but 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 we're going to do this. And and it was just a change of of attitude. It was just a. We were focused on us, and this cannot work. Woe is us! Look at our situation. To no. We're gonna make this happen. I don't know how to change, but this is what we're gonna do. And so, the, the situation with Timmy began to be, be, began to push us in, into a place of uh, uh, okay. We've we've got to we've got to grow. We've got to learn. And 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 we have we have got to we've got to adapt or, or excuse me, adopt right attitudes. Say with me the word attitude. Say it with me, loud attitude. attitude. Just say no to bad attitude. So we, we're going to have to adopt the right attitudes. So as 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 time went by, we the our whole hard, difficult situation, living in a foreign country without excuse me without the support that, that 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 maybe we could have not doing what the doctors have being with Timmy timmy and we had Timmy and our our family we began to adopt some attitudes that have changed our life forever and I guarantee you in the next 10 minutes I can share them with you and if you will embrace these attitudes because they are Bible truths but they're attitudes that so often we just kind of let slide why because well we might not have a, a just a a super critical life and death situation, so we just kind of let them slide. But I guarantee you, if you will adopt these attitudes, I guarantee they will change your life. They've changed our life like you can't even believe. So write these down, attitude number one. This is what we began to learn. We began to choose certain life attitudes that would change things forever. And the incredible thing about this today is what we're talking about you can do right now. You can do right now. In an instant of time, you can make a decision in your heart. I'm gonna adopt that attitude. So this is what we learned. Four attitudes that have guided our life and has brought us, have brought us to where we are today. Attitude number one, this life is temporal compared to eternity. Attitude number one, this life is temporal compared to eternity. You know what, we had an attitude of, look it, there's no hope, there's no change. Timmy is never gonna change. Our, our whole focus was on something exterior has to change for me to change in my, on the inside. We came to the conclusion that this life is temporal. We're gonna live for all eternity. And basically we decided, well, we can do this. It's only 80 or 90 years. I'm, I'm stone serious. And I was glad you laughed, but I'm stone serious. It's only 80, 90 years. Are you kidding me? This life is like that. You're born, you think you're invincible, and all of a sudden, whoa, you're old. You're checking out. And you would say, what happened? If I asked anybody over 80 to raise their hand, if that's not true, I guarantee you, everybody raised their hand. Everybody. If this auditorium represented eternity, this spot on that table right there that you can't see represents these 80, 90 years. Joker, the, a, a human is gonna live forever. Gonna live forever. We get eighty or ninety years here, so we came to the decision. To the decision, this life is temporary. If you look at life through through that lens of this life is temporary, everything changes. Everything changes. If you look at if you look at life through a lens of this is it, this is the now. I've got to have it now. We've got to make it work now. Well, you will not have a good attitude. Guarantee. Look what. The, listen to what the Bible says here. 2 Corinthians 4, 17, and 18. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes on what is seen. So, excuse me. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is Unseen. Since what is seen is temporal, but what is unseen is eternal. The Bible's real clear. If you look at a lens and look at this life through a, through a now lens, it's gonna be really hard to live life with a good attitude. But if you'll look at this life and think, it's only 80, 90 years, I'm out of here, I'm living forever. It's going to be forever and ever and ever. Well, what does it matter what, you, what we go through for 80 years, 90 years? I mean, basically, we, we took an attitude. All right, let's suck it up and let's make it good. If your focus is on the here and now and what is happening to you or around you, you will not have a great attitude. Just say no to that. There's so many people in the United States. I live outside the country, but I but but I'm from the United States. I'm a U.S. citizen, American citizen, and I and I see people. Boy, the last two years in the United States, everybody's all over the place. It's like, oh, we got we got a we got elections coming up. Oh, what way is it going to go? If this happens, it's going to be sad. And if this happens, it's going to be really good. And everybody, and it's all divided. And then quarantine. Oh no, coronavirus! You got to be kidding me. Where everybody's all over the map. Nobody can get. Are you? kidding? kidding me? I'm serious. Are you kidding me? Eternity forever and ever and ever and ever with the Lord compared to this? Number two. I wanted to say all kinds of things, but (laughs) I'm not going to. Number two, life is not about us. The second second attitude we adopted, life is not about us. Living for others is the way to go. I'll say it one more time. I see you've got fired up about that one. Life is not about us. Living for others is the way to go. Philippians 2, 3, and 4 said, do nothing out of selfish, selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility. Value others above yourself not looking for your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. I didn't put verse five on there, but verse five says, let that attitude that was in Jesus be the same attitude, which was putting others first. Putting others first. Putting others first. This life's not about me. It's not what I'm going through. This life isn't about what they've done to me or the stupid things that I have done, this life's about others. This life's about helping others and blessing others and serving others. And we can see life through that lens. Our big things begin to decrease and others begin to increase. Let me say this, and this would be good to write down. It's not my responsibility in life to fill your cup, but it is my responsibility in life to empty mine. It's not my responsibility to fill your cup. I'll do my best to give to you and serve you and to love you, and stuff, but it is my responsibility to empty mine. And if I check out planet earth with a full cup, woe be unto me. Every day give it all, serve all, bless all, care for all. If you think it and it's good and it lifts people up, say it, don't wait. Don't wait. Number three, because my time is done. Number three, it's not what we dreamed it would be, it's not what we dreamed it would be, but it can be awesome. It's not what we dreamed it could be, but it can be awesome. Friends, everybody, stop writing. Just look up at me one second. Everybody online, just look at the screen. Life will throw you curveballs. Guarantee. You've got a dream of how it's going to be, how you're, especially if you're young, my future, this is the way it's going to be. Life will throw you, throw you a curveball. Let me tell you what. It can be awesome. I look down at this wonderful woman, my wife, and I tell you, life is awesome. Life is awesome. On Tuesday of this week, we all gathered around little Timmy, 32 years old. And at 12 o'clock noon, he took his last breath. He stepped into a new life forever and ever. (laughs) New body, he had this old, twisted up, horrible body. He stepped into eternity. We've been celebrating him ever since. Pastor Duane was so... Gracious and saying, hey, do you still want to speak? Yeah. Of course I do. We got to have our precious little son for 32 years to help teach us a few things. I'm going to share that with my friends at Res Life. Because what I want you to know as a very imperfect person is standing in front of you. But when we allow God by just adopting the right way of thinking, it's absolutely mind-blowing the way he will change our lives by us changing our attitudes, by us changing the way we think. It's amazing. And today, you can make some decisions. Decisions to change. I'm going to change that attitude. I'm going to change the way I think about this. And God, I'm going to allow you to change my life forever.
2: See, I want to thank you for being with us today But I want to ask you a question. I want to ask if you're right with God. Some of you, you're away from the Lord. At one time, you lived for Him. Others, you don't know where you stand with God. But the Bible says this. It says, know that you have everlasting life. We're not supposed to die and find out if we're right with God. We're supposed to know today, right now, that you're forgiven and right with God. And if you don't know, I want to invite you to pray this prayer. Or you're away from God and you say, I want to get right with God. I want you to repeat these words with me. Just say, from your heart, just say, say, oh God, I believe Jesus died on the cross. I believe his blood paid for my sins. And I believe he rose again. And I give him all of my heart and all of my life. I'm going to live for him every day. Jesus is my King. Jesus is my Lord. I thank you I'm forgiven, a part of your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer from your heart, you really are right with God. You're forgiven. You're on your way to heaven. Now, I wrote a book, and I want you to have a free copy of that book. You can download that book. Information is right there on your screen, or you can contact us, and we'll get you a hard copy. We love you, and God bless you.
0: If you just prayed that prayer with Pastor Duane, you are making one of the best decisions of your life, and we're so excited for you. Just as Pastor said, we'd love to send you a free copy of his book, Your New Life. Log on to walkingbyfaith.tv and have it mailed to you. Download it right there instantly, or you can find it on our app. It's absolutely free and a great resource for you to have. Walking by Faith is used on and off the air to change lives all around the world. If this ministry has been a blessing to you, please consider becoming a partner with us. You can either visit walkingbyfaith.tv give, text resgive to 94,000 and select Walking by Faith in the menu or select the giving icon in our app. Find us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV and on your favorite social platform by searching for WBF TV. Also, check out our app in your favorite app store You can download past sermons, follow along with notes, speak confessions over your life, and so much more. I pray you're able to change the way you think to overcome any bad attitudes in your life.